Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, and we talk about trending news topics. Now, today's episode is actually going to be very news heavy because I don't know what was going (laughs) on, but... Lots of news. A lot of vegan news happened this week. Yeah. Some good, some bad. Yeah. A little bit of both. Yeah. Um, but before we get into the news, we got a very nice voice message this week from I'm, one of our listeners. And from someone who hasn't left a voice message yet, which is nice. Yeah, it wasn't Eddie or Sarah. Which <laughs> We have another fan! <laughs> which, like, Eddie, Sarah, you guys can call in anytime. Yeah, we're still waiting for more, guys. <laughs> but this is a message from one of our listeners, One of and he also watches our channel. He's one of our Patreons, mm-hmm. John. Yes. So we're going to play that message. Well, hello, ladies. First time, long time. Hey, this is John from Trossman's Kitchen. And after Eddie gave that beautiful pitch for the Anchor app, I thought I would sign in and leave you gals a message. And this is concerning (laughs) the getting your shit together. My wife and I go through the same thing a couple times a year, whether we're lazy, busy, uninspired, salads are dumb, I'm just going to dip ketchup chips in ranch dressing. One thing I might suggest is... Pick a cuisine, Italian, Mediterranean, some weird Scandinavian shit you've never even heard of, and look outside of your comfort zone for inspiration. Anyway, I hope that helps. I hope you get your shit together and look forward to more podcasts. All right, take care. Bye. First of all, the message feels very TMG. Right? (laughs) Which I appreciate a lot. Uh, Secondly... I want to try ketchup chips and ranch. Now, this leads me... I'm assuming John is Canadian if he's talking about ketchup chips, I d- right? I don't think so. Because no. I think he posted on Instagram, too. Like, he took a picture of ketchup chips and tagged us, said he found them. Oh. So, I don't think he's actually Canadian. I think he's American. And he just happened to find them. I know there are some places that do have yeah. ketchup chips. So, um, yeah, no. I loved everything about this message. It's great. <laughs> are you going to try it? Are you going to take his advice? Yeah, I'm slowly actually getting back a little bit. And it's not exactly what he's saying, but it's kind Mm -hmm. of what he's saying. So, like, you know, he was talking about focusing on a cuisine that's out of your comfort zone, which I'm not necessarily doing that, but I'm trying foods that I haven't eaten, Mm. like, or haven't made myself before. I've been doing soba noodles. Okay. Which are actually really, really good and surprisingly easy to make. Yeah. Um, So I've been doing that, which is nice. uh, And been... It's easy to pack veggies onto that. Mm-hmm. And the noodles are delicious. So so I've been kind of doing the more like, let's try something totally new to get inspired to eat healthier again. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily focusing on a cuisine. Right. Yeah. I've also been eating banmis this week, which oh, is great. So good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie, John. It was a rough week for me. I didn't make any progress on getting much together. <laughs> but there, I think there's still hope. I think I made a lot of progress in getting my shit together, so I'm, I'm so happy, happy with my for week. You. We'll see if we can keep. I can keep <laughs> it up, though. I mean, I'm slowly. I'm soon transitioning to an actual nine to five office job. I'm not working from home anymore right. soon. So crazy. You're gonna have my struggle. Yeah. Not having my shit together. Yeah, I have to figure out what lunches to bring to work now. So if people have tips on that. Yeah, I need that too. And if anyone wants to listen to that episode that John is referencing, it's the episode before this one. It's entitled, Help Us Get Our Together. Yes. And we actually really did ask for help. So thank you, John. No, yeah, I really appreciate that you reached out and actually answered genuinely. (laughs) 
All right. Should we get into all of this exciting slash... Mm, not so exciting. Not so exciting. Disappointing. Let's do the news. Yes. This is Plant-Based News with Cat and Dev, bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm. Hello and welcome to the news. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. Today, making news, it's a pizza party. Pizza, my favorite news topic. That's right. We learned that pizza chain Panago has now added Gardein breaded chicken tenders to their menu. Delicious. In an Instagram post, they said, inspired by all your vegan menu recommendations, we've expanded our options, introducing Gardein breaded chicken tenders with a new vegan sweet mustard dip. This dip and strip combo (laughs) is perfectly paired with any of our plant-based pizzas. There's multiple reasons I'm very, very happy about this. First of all, I'm so happy to see a non- beyond meat addition to a menu yeah like nothing against beyond meat but i'm so happy to see that it's not necessarily just a beyond meat craze that's going on right now Mm -hmm. it's just a plant-based options Mm -hmm. thing that's going on um so i'm very excited about that secondly it actually really makes me want to order panago like i love panago pizza already oh yeah but i didn't order it that often because it's not necessarily the closest pizza to my house yeah but the fact that they have chicken tenders really makes me want to just it's okay that yeah. it's not the closest one to my house. I will order it. <laughs> Especially the fact that they have a sweet honey dipping sauce, so- or a sweet mustard dipping sauce to go with it, which I assume is like a honey mustard, mm-hmm. but vegan. Amazing. I really thought you were going to lead with the mustard. Yeah. <laughs> That's, no, literally when I was reading this article, uh, I was so excited that, because like honey mustard is one of the, my favorite things in the world, mm-hmm. one of my favorite flavors, but honey mustard is obviously not vegan. Mm-hmm. So it's always the thing that like I get so sad about when I can't have honey mustard dip. But the fact that they actually did it Mm -hmm. and it's not like ketchup or plum sauce or something like that. Like it's actually like vegan honey mustard. I'm so excited about it. I uh, I'm very excited that they've done this. And I but as I mean, my brand, I have to say, can you put buffalo sauce on these things? Oh, imagine they had the option where you they could like, like toss them in buffalo sauce, sauce so it's kind of like a wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then add some ranch. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll talk to them. We got to order Panago. I'm so hungry now. I, we literally looked up if it was nearby. <laughs> not That's the other problem. Panago is not everywhere. Yeah, but. they're not the biggest chain yet. Yeah. So hopefully they grow, though, because I really actually do like their pizza a lot. Yeah, it is really good. And they have a lot of other um, plant-based uh, toppings, too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the stuff we had at the last event, uh, vegan social events, the last one, mm-hmm. they have like chorizo pizza, which is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, they have so many really delicious vegan toppings. Okay, we should probably stop talking about pizza before. I just can we just do a whole episode gets... about pizza, please? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Next week. Okay. 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 Now, speaking of fake meat, there was an article published on Forbes recently, and it's titled "Fake Meat Fight." Can the plant-based movement get past the processed food debate? This is a silly debate. Why do you say that? Because processed food is literally in every diet, unless you're a raw food vegan or whatever. I think that people have... The definition of processed food has actually changed a lot. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think there's a lot of people that actually consider things like bacon a processed food, which it is. It's a processed meat. And like deli meats... I think people kind of 
just think of it oh it's just a slice of meat Mm -hmm. but it's not it's actually a very highly processed meat Mm -hmm. and i think people are forgetting how much of their diet probably is processed anyways Mm -hmm. and that in order i think for a diet or a lifestyle to succeed in the long run you need to have a healthy balance of both processed food and non-processed food because i'm not one of those people that thinks we're going to get to a point where every single person in the world is like only eating vegetables and no no processed food Mm -hmm. i don't want to get to that point i love oreos yeah no way i don't want to get to that point i really like processed food so i think like i find the debate silly because if you don't like processed food just don't eat that there's a ton of vegan burger options that aren't processed foods or what your definition of processed foods. Mm-hmm. You're eating the processed food because it tastes better, not because it, it's necessarily better for you. Yeah. But a lot of non-vegans don't realize that, right? Yeah. By definition, most processed foods, whether they're vegan or not, aren't going to be good for you because they've been processed. Yeah. They've had a lot of additives to them or whatever it is. But like the point of a processed food is because it tastes good it's convenient or whatever it may be the point isn't to necessarily nourish your body like it obviously helps like you get protein from it and all that kind of stuff but like it's not necessarily good for you Mm -hmm. so the article says the plant-based revolution isn't for everyone though sales of plant-based foods grew by 11.3 percent in 2019 a growing chorus of critics say these foods are too processed for their liking. That rejection has to sting just a little bit if you're beyond meat. Unlike Impossible Foods, which gets its beefy taste from genetically engineered yeast, Beyond embraced the non-GMO label as a way to straddle the nature-tech divide. I think what's really leading this charge of like, this is too processed for me is the fact that people call it fake meat Mm. i think fake is the word that because like you hear fake you automatically assume like i don't know it's not real food or something like that when it is it's just made of plants but they're processed in a way to look a certain way or taste a certain way but like so like you don't like when you process meat into bacon or deli meat you don't call it fake meat Mm mm-hmm it's still just called meat so you kind of forget that a lot of food is also processed and you hear the word fake and you just automatically assume it's way too processed and all that kind of stuff so i don't know i think i'm not here to argue that beyond or impossible is not a processed food it is a processed food but i don't think there's anything wrong with that because i think the people who want processed food will eat it and the people that don't won't like there's no one food that's so like universally liked by everyone yeah i think like my favorite part of the article is a quote they took from the ceo of uh beyond ethan brown and he says it's not about processed or not processed it's about which process do you want Mm -hmm. and so when we say that or when he says that what i take from that is the process you could talk about like getting meat from an animal but you could also talk about the process of how the meat substitute is being made Mm -hmm. so for that he's talking about how the genetically modified yeast that impossible uses versus his where he tried to avoid genetically modified ingredients as much as he could like i'm curious if the people who are preaching this whole there's too processed for me are people that are very natural foodies like whether they eat meat or not they eat very healthily or they're people just like regular people who still eat fast food burgers maybe not realizing that that's processed like it's not just ground up meat in Mm -hmm. that patty it's a processed meat product Mm -hmm. so and i'm sure a lot of the patties you get from certain places aren't even completely meat like Mm -hmm. they probably have a lot of pea protein or soy protein in them too Mm -hmm. so 
I just like I think the fake word has really been an issue that's where the bigger issue lies like that's where people think it's too processed because they know what a burger is or they think they know what a burger is but as soon as you're like this is a fake meat burger and you're like wait what how is that even possible it must be really bad for you it must be sciency and chemicals and all this stuff yeah do you think that it's um non-vegans or vegans who are using the term fake meat more often um i don't know I mean, probably non-vegans. Yeah. I don't use the word fake meat often. I usually Me say vegan meat yeah. or yeah. vegan burger or whatever. Maybe people think that's interchangeable. When you say vegan, you mm-hmm. mean fake. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I use fake that often. And I don't think I hear a lot of vegans say fake that often. Yeah, that occurred to me. So it could also just be people that... There's always those people trying to like poke holes yeah. in veganism. Be like, this is why it's bad. It's not actually that good. So yeah. I feel like um talking about fake meat and the whole process debate is just those people yeah. poking and really the people who don't understand that vegan food can be processed is non-vegans like you're not harming vegans you're not bringing us down yeah it's just it as usual it's a lack of education yeah from consumers right yeah something that just bothers me about these like i'm not some hardcore vegan that like defends veganism at all i think there's a lot of rooms for veganism to grow But something that bothers me a lot about people who like poke fun at veganism or try and poke these holes is that like what harm is veganism doing to you? Like let people eat fake meat even Mm -hmm. if if that's what you want to call it if they want to. Like there's still going to be people eating meat. I'm not one of those people that thinks everyone's going to go vegan. Meat is still going to be available to you. Maybe less quantities of it but it's still going to be available to you. Nothing's being taken away. Like I just like don't understand when people get so defensive over something that you don't need to get defensive over. I think it's a personality thing, to be honest. There's always going to be people like that. Yeah. Should we move on to our next topic? I guess so. I think we've covered. I'll be just reiterating the same things probably. (laughs) What's our next topic? Uh Uh-oh. What is it? Speaking of Beyond Meat. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk about this. We're going to... We're going to have to talk about Tim Hortons. I'm sorry, listeners. I know sorry, we, do Sarah. It, we, we do it way too much. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But like, this is big news that I'm very upset by. Yeah, very upset and really shocked about. So this week, Tim Partially. Hort- <laughs> sorry. I was thinking about it. I'm partially shocked by it. Okay. We'll get into that, yeah. I guess. Um, Tim Hortons is scaling back its Beyond Meat offerings. They said... The Beyond Burger will still be available for a limited time nationally. The Beyond Meat breakfast sandwiches are available in various regions while supplies last, but will continue to be available in BC and Ontario. The coffee and donut chain says it has seen a particularly positive reception of the meatless menu items in Ontario and BC. The company also notes the products were limited time offers and may be reintroduced in the future depending on customer feedback. You mean the particularly positive feedback is, that you okay. just mentioned? This is what bothers me about this article. And I have no issue with them taking away the Beyond Meat burger. Yeah. I don't think it fits with their brand. And I think they mentioned that too, that they realize they're not a the burger people. place. They're not a burger place. Yeah. And I'm glad they realized that because mm-hmm. it just felt weird the moment it happened. Um, it was nice to see the option, but it just felt weird. Um, what I don't understand about everything that's said here is that they only talk about how they got a really positive reaction about it and then it's followed by but we're taking it away from almost like half of the country i mean 
I'm saying half only because most of the population is in BC and Ontario, mm-hmm. but basically area-wise, like 75% of the country doesn't have access to Beyond Meat anymore once it runs out or whatever, which it's just, it's just a confusing article. Like if you were to come out and be like, Ontario, BC, great. Uh, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, you know, they really didn't like it. We didn't sell a lot. Like if they came back with reasons and like things... Yeah, I could get it. You're a business. You want to make money. You don't want to lose money. But when you say we had positive feedback and then be like, but we're taking it away. And also they never once mentioned it was a limited time thing. No, they definitely didn't. Yeah. I feel like it's just them backpedaling to be like, oh, it's not working. Let's just say it was a limited time thing. Yeah. So they said, we looked at the Beyond Meat Burger as well as a kind of limited time offer to see how it would react. And we were encouraged by some of the behavior there. But in the end, we're really a coffee and baked good business with a very strong sandwich offering with soups and other products that are natural to our restaurants which burger totally makes sense yeah i think it should be taken off because it's weird yeah it just doesn't belong on a tim hortons menu but breakfast is huge to tim hortons that's what tim hortons is it's breakfast like i assume their busiest time is between 7 a.m and 10 a.m i swear they have like eight different breakfast sandwiches on their menu yeah so to take it away like to me it's just kind of weird to take it away from like across province or across the country whether or not it's not selling well it's still something like every company has those like loss Mm -hmm. products where like you have it because you should have it Mm -hmm. and like it does you get extra customers in it might not be the biggest seller or the top money maker but you have it because you should have it every company has those and i'm surprised they're not considering that the beyond meat sausage in the regions where it's not selling as highly because i'm sure they have products on their menu that aren't selling as highly and they still have them on their menu so i'm just confused by the whole thing and Um, i don't know how they can see a and w still having it on their menu yeah being just fine that's what i say like a and w i when i think a and w i don't think of a breakfast place no i didn't know they had breakfast until they introduced beyond meat (laughs) breakfast patties so um if they can have Beyond Meat breakfast sausage sandwiches at all their locations across Canada, how does it not work at Tim Hortons? Mm-hmm. I just don't understand it. And they've been doing it much longer than Tim Hortons too. Yeah. It's it just it's very confusing. And I mean, right from the get-go, Timmy's like has been really confusing about all their Beyond Meat stuff by not announcing locations mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So it's been weird. It's been sketchy. We were so hopeful about it though. I mean, we're still going to be able to get the breakfast sausage because we're in Ontario, Thank thankfully. Goodness. But like, I don't know. It's just, it's because like, okay, so I went to A&W recently and there was like f- a few people in line in front of me and then a few people behind me. Every single person ordered a Beyond Burger. Wow. Like it was like a total of like five, I think, transactions, including mine. And every person, even like orders that had two people, every person got a Beyond Burger. And, like, some of them had cheese on it or whatever, but, like, every person got a Beyond Burger. So, like, I see that, and I'm like, how is that not translating to Tim Hortons? Yeah. I don't get it. No, seriously. And, like, the rest of our country deserves those beautiful breakfast sandwiches. Oh, my God. They're I so love them good. so much. I Every time I get to, like, almost the last bite, I'm like, this is just making me so happy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm really sad to see that, like, places like Manitoba and Saskatchewan aren't going to be able to have those options anymore and i hope they reconsider it Mm -hmm. and bring it back at least the breakfast sandwich portion of it um i'm glad they're not taking it away from everywhere Mm -hmm. um but i'm just confused by the whole situation everything about it 
doesn't make sense to me. I feel like Tim Hortons might be a little confused with themselves. Yeah. They're just finding themselves. They can't seem to find the soy milk. Hmm. I'm not going to get into that. Maybe they're bringing it back so they can focus on soy milk and do the order people wanted them to do. Although, Timmy's, if you're listening, which I know you are, (laughs) you didn't have to do that. All you had to do is just add soy milk and I'm sure you would have gotten a lot more people in. Yeah. I think that's also, like, if it didn't do well, I feel like maybe because Timmy's, like, how many people go into Timmy's and just order food? Mm. You almost always get a coffee Mm -hmm. or some sort of beverage. Like, in most scenarios, Timmy's is like a beverage place first. Yeah. Like, yeah, they have donuts and all stuff, but very rarely do I see people just get a donut. They mm-hmm. also get a coffee or whatever it is. So to not have soy milk to pair along the beyond options probably didn't help the situation. Yeah. No, it hurts me. <laughs> I mean, you found your location with soy milk by your work, so. <laughs> That's right. I'm on like my 10th ice cap since I found it. And you found it like two weeks ago? Like last week. <laughs> Okay. So you've had one like every day. You know what? That's for another episode. Okay. We'll talk about addictions next week. So let's move on to another restaurant chain who might be considering adding some vegan options to their menu. Wendy's. Right. A petition recently launched to urge fast food chain Wendy's to add a re- vegan burger option has gained more than 25,000 signatures. I'm sure that's changed. Can you click the link to see through? The pet- petition? So the petition is currently at 26,390 and climbing as I'm reading that number. (laughs) So it was started by a college student named Lana Wengenot. I'm so sorry, (laughs) Lana. She launched the petition to demand that the fast food chain, which previously offered a black bean-based burger patty, modernize its menu and release vegan versions of its square patties. I had no idea they had a black bean patty in the past me neither that's so confusing Uh, she's quoted as saying there has been rapidly increasing consumer demand for a plant-based burger and wendy's is falling behind the times and missing an enormous opportunity by offering by not offering any plant-based meal options in a year when 39 percent of consumers in the united states say they are actively trying to incorporate more plant-based foods in their diet i'm like impressed at how big of a wendy's fan she is (laughs) like she's just looking out for you wendy's I've just, I've never met someone other than my boyfriend and one other person who genuinely love Wendy's. <laughs> so it's just interesting to me. I really liked Wendy's. I have only had it once in my life and I'm not a fan of what I've had. But to be fair, when I went to Wendy's, I was getting chicken stuff, not Yeah, yeah. see, this is stuff. where it is. Yeah. Hutch also loves all the chicken stuff oh, that it, they it, have. It's good, yeah. Because I hear the Wendy's chicken is great, but that the burgers are just, you know, whatever, they're Wendy's burgers. And I also hear the fries are horrible. Yeah, they're not great. Which is terrible. How can you be a fast food place that doesn't have good fries? Like, how hard are fries, guys? Come on. <laughs> so, Wendy's CEO, Todd Penagor, I'm just going to butcher everyone's name yeah, today, okay. <laughs> revealed that the chain is considering adding a plant-based burger. Clearly, there is growth out there in the plant-based proteins, and we believe that it is a trend that will be here to stay. We're taking a hard look at what the options would be for us at the restaurant. Hmm. That seems so, that's promising. promising. So they actually, <laughs> one mind. So they actually responded to this, which is cool. Yeah. I feel like a lot of places probably wouldn't have. Because, I mean, when you think of it, 25,000 is actually not that many people when it comes to fast food restaurants. Yeah. Um, so it's impressive that they actually responded to it. And positively, mm-hmm. they're not Arby's, which is nice. Mm, don't get me started on that meat carrot. 
Um, but Lana has actually previously petitioned several companies to launch vegan options, including Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, right. Yeah. I knew she'd done that one. Which is currently testing a Beyond Breakfast sandwich at select locations in New York City. They're still testing that? I feel like that was so long ago. Uh, oh. They're pulling a real Tim Hortons here. <laughs> Except they seem <laughs> like they're doing it maybe better. Doesn't take much. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I can't. I can't stop. It's frustrating. To me, it's frustrating. It is. I just, I want to support them. I want to. I want to be a good Canadian. Yeah. Be patriotic. Yeah. But they're just. It's hard. Making it hard. Anyways, I hope that Wendy's continues to do their research and figure out which products would work best for their consumers. I would love to see chicken, a vegan chicken product. Yes. That would be amazing. To the Wendy's employee listening to our podcast. <laughs> we know all the fast food chains listen to our podcast. Get on that chicken. <laughs> Uh, should we move on? Yeah, totes. Okay. <laughs> so, man, we've got a real meaty episode because now we're going to talk about vegan jerky. I mean, isn't that what all the vegan news is about, is vegan meat? You don't really hear news about vegan cheese. That's sad. I, I think so, too. I would love some cheese news, some cheese-based <laughs> Attention news. to the vegan community. Make some news about cheese. <laughs> okay. Kellogg's launches vegan leaf jerky. The new soy-based jerky will be hitting store shelves later this year in a cracked pepper and herb flavor with more varieties in development. Okay, so Kellogg's employee, Amy Schuldice? I think you might have gotten that one right. Nice. (laughs) Pitched the idea of creating vegan jerky to the company, which agreed to support her efforts to work with a team of friends to develop the new product. Damn. Leaf jerky is a portable, ready-to-savor protein snacking solution that is 100% vegan and plant-based. It sounds like they're talking about some sort of travel thing. That was amazing. It's like when we talk about, like, we want foods that we can eat with our hands. Hand pies are portable. It's like when we talk about those and make those really awkward, like, mini promos for hand food. Yes. They're portable. What does anyone describe jerky as portable? I also I also really like ready to savor protein snacking solution. <laughs> like it sounds wow. like an infomercial for like some sort of kitchen product. Oh my god, we need to make an infomercial with this product. Yes. She said, I wanted to create a vegan brand and product that was delicious enough to share with my meat eating family and friends, but also provides good for you, good for your earth benefits. See so guys, like I don't know if th- is this person vegan who suggested this? Did it say at all? It doesn't say. So, like, I don't know if this person is. It sounds like they're very plant forward, though, Mm -hmm. if they're suggesting vegan jerky. This is why you need to work for non-vegan brands so you can infiltrate from the inside. (laughs) That's how it works. Yes. That's how we make change. Um, yeah, no, I am always open for more vegan jerky. And I'm really impressed that uh, a company as big as Kellogg's is willing to test it out and be like kind of like a forf- like a leader in doing that. Because yeah. like, there's a lot of vegan jerky out there, mainly from smaller companies and mainly from vegan companies. But to see Kellogg's being like, yeah, let's try it out. No one else has done it, but let's try it. And I like that, I mean, they don't say what her job is. It just says that she's an employee. Yeah. But that she, it's not like she's head of product development yeah. or something like that. She pitched the idea. Yeah. And they wanted They're crowdsourcing to. crowdsourcing yeah, their employees. Wanted to help see if this was a viable product for them. That's Which, awesome. It's so nice. Guys, see, asking works. <laughs> <laughs> just ask for vegan options. Um, <laughs> it just reminds me of my mom. Every time she like, uh there's like a comment card for like a restaurant like jack astor's or something she's always like you need vegan options Aww. she does it for me <laughs> see so i don't have to 
um yeah i'm very excited i hope it's in canada me too and i'm also wondering how much it's gonna cost and stuff like that i want some widely available vegan jerky because like i only get my vegan jerky from like specialty stores right i don't think there's vegan jerky in any other like big grocery stores i don't think so which makes me really sad actually thinking about it i've never thought about it but it's sad it's it's gonna be okay yeah i'm excited to try it though <laughs> it's soy based right you came back from that sadness really fast yeah. i'm proud of you it's soy based yeah right? it is soy based love me some soy based food <laughs> love me some ready to savor protein snacking <laughs> solutions that's portable <laughs> heck yeah <laughs> what from like, your friends at kellogg's can we please just talk about all our recipes like this <laughs> okay we'll move on yeah excited for jerky kellogg's Okay, the next thing is the Ellen thing. Ellen! Should I play this video? Yeah, sure. Oh, hi there. It's uh, Ellen DeGeneres here. Uh, I was scrolling through the gram, and I noticed that a lot of people are talking about eating less meat, which I think is a fantastic idea. Um, Just, it's a great idea for the planet. It's a great idea for for your health. It's a great idea for the animal's health. Um, So eat less meat. Unless you're a vegan and you don't eat meat already, then good for you, so... You don't even need to pay attention to this. But uh, for the people who do eat meat, just try to eat less of it. Just maybe just uh, maybe eat it less once a week or, or none a week. Or just, you know, like if you eat it every night, don't eat it every night. Eat it less than that. You know, four nights a week would be okay, but like three or two nights or just one night a week would be the best. Anyway, it's really... The point is it's better for you and it's better for the environment and, uh, and, and for the animals. Eat less meat. Hashtag eat less meat. Hey, be neat. No meat. Be neat. Eat less meat. Hashtag be neat. Eat less meat. Hashtag bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. This is that, literally how we talk. Yeah, the bye-bye is exactly yes, first of all. <laughs> Hashtag bye-bye. Um, this is amazing. Ellen's got, like, some of the biggest audiences, like, in the world. I mean, she was already vegetarian or some some sort of level of plant-based mm-hmm. um but like it's amazing to hear her talk about it and like even just a simple fun video like that mm-hmm. it's so nice and i like how she phrased it with it's not like, if you're eating meat eat a little less meat yeah and it's not a she wasn't just with the camera and went like go vegan give up all meat give up all cheese give up everything you're yeah. eating right now that feels normal to you give it all up right yeah. now she was just like you know eat a little less don't eat it at all if you don't want to mm-hmm. eat it eat it once a week whatever like it was very casual mm-hmm. and not like demanding yeah it's like maybe just try your best to reduce your meat consumption yes and like i think that's how we try and talk about veganism right i think so that's what i'm hearing yes (laughs) when i hear ellen i just hear myself in that video for sure (laughs) no all the time (laughs) um yeah no it's a nice it's a nice little thing to come out i'm so happy i also saw she did a segment on her show that featured light life yeah she threw some condiments in her employee's face great stuff (laughs) can we do that on our channel you want to throw condiments in my face yeah are you my employee great we set up the hierarchy <laughs> like no <laughs> equal so i could throw I mean, it back i mean i told you that like she threw it in her employee's face and then you said what you want to throw it in my face so kind of sounds like you're my employee <laughs> not what i meant <laughs> um yeah she did like a game with light life which is so cool light mm-hmm. life is 
like really spending they're some money blowing right now. up right now yeah they're spending some hardcore marketing dollars right now because they've even got those like commercials on tv yeah it's a lot well i hope it's working for i them. think they're trying to get up there with like beyond impossible so which which i mean i haven't tried the light life burger yet no me neither it's at a uh, kelsey's right harvey's harvey's maybe kelsey's i think too? it's at kelsey's yeah. too they're the same brand i think oh they are yeah, yeah. so i think it's at kelsey's too they have it on the, they had it on at least their like summer burger event or something oh it's a limited time product it might have been i don't remember okay now so th- this video was posted on ellen's instagram yeah. at least that's where i'm viewing it some of the comments oh i didn't look at any of the comments well, what did they say there just happens to be one near the top yeah uh, it was posted an hour ago it says ugh this is the most asinine thing i have ever seen posted on the ig ig oh the IG. <laughs> i was like wait what's the ig is that an ellen thing <laughs> i don't know what IG i'm is. not hip or young <laughs> i cannot wait sorry you cannot be serious right now use your platform for something that doesn't shut down small family farms use it for good who cares what people eat i cannot even this is so ignorant oh my god okay and then wait someone else is like are you dense it's better for the environment laughing emoji <laughs> first of all i'm just gonna reiterate that she didn't tell people to stop eating meat she told people to eat less meat, which whether you're a farmer or not, I think you can all agree that eating less meat is better for your body. Humans mm-hmm. are not designed to eat as much meat as we do. Mm-hmm. That's just science. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, of course, I don't want people to be out of work for any reason. Mm-hmm. But like. What if we're out of a planet? I was going to say, like, you have to realize that like some things do need to change and if that means like generations in the future need to pivot away from farming as a career choice it sucks if that's like your family thing i mm-hmm. get it it's horrible but it's kind of just the natural way of the world things change jobs that existed 100 years ago don't exist anymore there's new jobs that happen and like people's diets change it's just kind of mm-hmm. how the world works it sucks if that's like such a deep ingrained part of your life but like it's better for you and again she didn't tell people to stop eating meat she told mm-hmm. people to eat less meat mm-hmm. so i don't know i there's also a lot of small vegan businesses that you're probably trashing by saying that kind of stuff yeah. so like all small businesses matter not just farm businesses i don't know <laughs> i don't we don't need to give like too much of a yeah. too much time to this but i just thought it was an interesting i comment i wonder but i like how you responded to it with the fact that jobs do evolve yeah and it's going to keep evolving yeah like i think in the future whether or not people stop eating meat is not even the point i think in the future farmers like farm jobs will not really exist much anyways because of how the farming industry has changed so much like there'll be someone to run everything and make sure it goes how it's supposed to Mm -hmm. but i feel like already farm jobs have already changed because of industrial farming and how it's done now and machines and all that stuff so like i don't think the vegan movement is necessarily doing anything to it like i'm sure it's not helping Mm -hmm. but uh i just think it's just the natural occurrence of how jobs work like social media we both are social media managers those jobs didn't exist like 10 years ago so it's just kind of Mm -hmm. how technology changes the world powerful stuff powerful thank you Catherine. welcome thank you for listening to my ted talk (laughs) but anyways should we move on yeah sure our next news topic is about the saskatchewan rough riders canada what are you doing 
So the Rough Riders apologized to beef producers for ad that showed fans eating Beyond Meat burgers. <laughs> what? So the ad was filmed outside Mosaic Stadium during a Rider game. Yeah. And it featured Rider fans being asked. Like a typical A&W commercial will have you, what's a his product. Name? Oh, yeah. I don't know his name at all. This Papa. <laughs> yeah. The spokesperson for A&W who's in all the commercials. He'll be having people taste the food. And they're not actors. They are yeah. just genuine people They're like the asked street. to come over. Yeah. They're not actors. They're just like, hey, do you want to be in this commercial? Give this product a try or whatever. Yeah. And so they filmed it outside the stadium. A Rough Riders game. Yeah. So obviously they were Rough Riders fans. Also just... For- I'm assuming most of our listeners aren't Canadian. For those of you that don't know, Saskatchewan Rough Riders are in the CFL, which is the Canadian Football League. Yes. Um, and A&W is one of their sponsors. So that's why they're allowed to film outside yeah. the stadium. One of their corporate partners yeah. or whatever. And yeah. it wasn't like a conflicting and thing. And they're allowed to use their logo and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. So the beef farmers of Saskatchewan felt like this was an, a, attack. an attack on them and their business. Yeah. Because, I, I mean... I I assume beef is a very big part of Saskatchewan. I'm sure there's a lot of farming out there, beef farming especially, probably. Mm-hmm. But I don't, like, most of the time, like, we've heard of, like, farming associations being like, you can't make these claims and you can't do this and you can't do this. This one isn't, even, this one is just like, hey, you hurt our feelings. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, interesting because, like, first of all, Neither one of the companies in this Beyond Meat commercial, A&W and Saskatchewan, Rough Riders, neither one of them are vegan organizations. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure A&W wants to sell their Beyond Burger, but not necessarily at the cost of their other products. Mm-hmm. So I don't like because their whole thing was that it's like they think you're con- trying to convince people to eat, not eat beef yeah. or something like that. And just like it's such a weird response. Like, be like, hey, no. And also, they apologized, the Rough Riders. A&W didn't. Yeah. The Rough Riders apologized to the Beef Association or whatever it is. Yeah. Does that not just show how much control beef and dairy farmers and those associations have? It's shocking. It's shocking that, like, um, that you can get a football organization to apologize to the beef producers. Mm-hmm. For something that wasn't even there doing. Yeah. So in the Rough Riders response to the Stock Growers Association, they wrote a letter and it explained the commercial was not intended to make it appear the football club was withdrawing support for the beef industry and that the riders were not involved in its production. They said, we understand this is a very sensitive issue for your membership and for Canadian ranchers and we apologize for any distress this may have caused. It's such an overreaction. And yeah. that feels like an apology that they felt they had to give, right? Yeah, because they were afraid what they were going to like lose this partnership or whatever mm-hmm. they this relationship they had with the Beef Association, which is not true. The Beef Association needs big places like this mm-hmm. to still sell their burgers. Also, there's not one stadium in anywhere in the world that I'm assuming is aiming for a plant-based menu entirely. Yeah. So... I mean stadiums are notorious for not having good vegan options Mm -hmm. so i don't know it just it feels so weird and petty yeah to me yeah um a little bit immature almost yeah like i think there's enough room for both in the world like there's even like whether or not 
I don't know what the intention of the commercial was. I assume it was just to sell their burger. So A&W said their intent was to attract customers who normally don't eat beef for personal, dietary, or religious reasons. Yeah. To show that, hey, even meat eaters really like this burger or whatever. Yeah. And I think it's important to give a voice to not necessarily just vegans, but like people who don't eat it for diet. Maybe they're allergic. They have a sensitivity. Maybe it's for a religious reason. That's the thing. It's almost insensitive for the stalkers to assume that you're coming for me when no, we're trying to service the other consumers. You know, there's people that don't eat meat, not just because they're vegan or the ethical reasons behind it. There's people who can't eat meat. Their body can't digest it properly or they're allergic or whatever it happens to be. Like, there's actually people who can't eat this and still want similar products. Yeah. I mean, they're also doing it because the plant-based market is booming and it's a good move business-wise yeah. to talk about this amazing burger. But, I mean... Yeah, I just... It's so... Like, at least come up with some sort of weird reason like every other association does. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems so lazy. And they're like, let's just tell them we don't like it. <laughs> let's just tell them we're mad at them. <laughs> It's like the Stock Growers Association watched that commercial and they're like, I'm just feeling really attacked right now. (laughs) I just came here for football. I just I just wanted to let you know that you hurt me. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a weird circumstance. But it's also not an unusual circumstance or response that we've seen from like a meat um, farming association or anything like that. It's so strange because like there's vegan alternatives for lots of things and you don't hear like it's the the meats and the dairy industries that get so mad in particular in the dairy industries the cheese mm-hmm. industry oh, not yeah. even you don't hear a lot from milk people <laughs> huh what are like, the milk there's people saying so much plant-based milk out there yeah and no one's complaining like you don't hear a lot of dairy people being like hey how dare you stop it how dare you how dare you <laughs> <laughs> um so i don't know I don't know what it is about meat and cheese, but they're some sensitive people. I'm sorry. I would give you a hug if I could. I don't know. I think there's room for both. Like, I don't get insulted when I see meat on TV. Why are you insulted when you see vegan alternatives on TV? It's not like the AW commercial was like, hey, stop eating beef. (laughs) Because why would they do that? That's a bad business move for them. Yeah. They were literally like, here, try this burger. You might like it too. (laughs) And I also think there's people that are like, that are going to come into A&W and be like, hey, today I feel like a Beyond Burger or, and then come in the next day and be like, you know, today I feel like a beef burger. Like they're not going to, there's people that are not going to be one or the other necessarily. Mm -hmm. You might have people who eat both. And what's wrong with that? Mm Mm-hmm. There was an update later in the week that was like A&W Canada's um, response. Okay. So their statement said, we are reaching out to the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association to address their concerns. It is important that they know we are advocates of Saskatchewan beef and our beef burgers firmly remain the most popular choice on our menu in the province. As a Canadian company born in the prairies, we appreciate how important agriculture is to, to Saskatchewan communities. Our commercial that celebrated Rider Nation and featured fans enjoying a Beyond Meat burger runs for a few days more before we switch to a new campaign that features a new menu item for Saskatchewan, a 100% prairie-raised bison burger. Mm. Which is good, but I feel like they're saying, don't worry guys, only a few more days and then we're going to make it up to you. We swear we're going to make it up to you. Yeah, I just like, this is the thing I hate most about this is that literally... Both A&W, which is a big company, and Saskatchewan Rough Riders, which isn't necessarily a huge company, but it's big in Saskatchewan, 
both of them felt like, oh, yeah, we were in the wrong. We mm-hmm. need to apologize to beef farmers. Mm-hmm. No, you weren't. No. You're allowed to promote other products. You don't have an exclusive, like, hey, you can only promote beef. Yeah. It's just that's not how it works. And also, Saskatchewan wasn't promoting it. It was A&W. And A&W is a company that's allowed. It's their own company. They're allowed to do whatever they want. <laughs> I don't know. I... Like, I get they don't want to make people mad. So, an apology, yeah, sure, go apologize to them. But it just makes me sad that both of them did it so willingly and so easily without, like, an explanation. Without being like, hey, we weren't trying to do this. This is what we were trying to do. Like, you can say that kind of stuff without saying, sorry, we were in the wrong. Mm -hmm. Which is basically what both of them did. All right, we should move on. Yes. Okay. Um, Next up, we have... Costume time? Or is that last? No, no, that's going to be our (laughs) last item um no jamba juice or jamba as they go by now becomes the first national smoothie chain to offer oatly vegan milk question what are the other national smoothie chains booster juice i was wondering that too that's the only one i can think of (laughs) okay so it's not like there's a lot of them (laughs) but uh, this is also an american article yes maybe there's smoothie chains in america that we don't know about there could be the only two i know are jamba juice and booster juice does the article so they're offering oatly right yeah so the, it's going to be two new menu items smooth talking mango which oh it's a specific menu item yeah and then the matcha lemon squeeze how does jamba juice work wait do you not just make your own smoothie or something isn't that how booster juice works or am i wrong it, it could be that you can add it to other items okay. but they're gonna have specific ones that also included Got yeah it. but it says the matcha lemon squeeze is not vegan so that must have something else in it that isn't vegan maybe, maybe. yogurt or something yeah or even like honey i don't know yeah we are excited to have oatly on board for this next step in our menu evolution at jamba and we are proud to be the first national smoothie chain to carry oatly oat milk we've been talking with our guests and through research have seen firsthand the growing demand for more milk alternatives oatly is a natural partner for us in our effort to create more plant-based options and meet this demand our partnership will not only create an elevated experience for guests but also help inform new markets of the benefits of oat milk and reinforce jamba's presence as a leader in the smoothie category smoothie category is the category of smoothies that big again i don't go to smoothie places bad vegan <laughs> i don't want to pay for a smoothie <laughs> smoothie sounds like ten dollars so only one of the op- new menu options is vegan though yeah okay. but maybe it would just be that you take out one whatever ingredient it's not and it would vegan, be okay yeah. yeah um okay cool um i haven't tried oatly here it's great mm-hmm i need to taste it to believe it though i've tried oat milk and i think it's gross so <laughs> But people I, are obsessed. Right? That's why I'm like, I'm so good. That's why when I tried oat milk, I was like drinking it. I was like, I don't, like, I literally don't understand. It tastes like I'm drinking oatmeal. And I don't want that taste. <laughs> like, it just tastes like oats. Yeah. Who wants that taste in milk? So that's why I'm so curious how oatly tastes. Because I feel like most people don't want to drink oatmeal. <laughs> Listen, we're going to do a trip to the States. We're going to yes. do a nice big haul. And we'll try to inclu- include some oatly. Oatly, can you offer smaller cartons so yep. that I don't have to buy a full carton? it's a big commitment <laughs> okay we're gonna move on to our last news topic which is not really news just uh just fun. an interesting thing that we stumbled upon on the interwebs so for some reason you can now be a sexy vegan beyond burger did for you say Halloween. for some reason for very obvious reasons because why not burgers are sexy <laughs> uh, yeah they are <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's like sexy everything now, so why not? Mm-hmm. Oh my you know, gosh. Be a sexy burger, be a sexy burger. This is a total side note, but I saw a sexy Mr. Rogers costume. Please be that for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the reply to it was, are you saying that there's ever been an unsexy Mr. Rogers? <laughs> Guys, please send in some voice messages about what Devin should be for Halloween. I have my costume, but Devin needs hers still. Oh, that's and this true. is very channel related because we'll be wearing them in a video. I literally need it for next weekend. Okay, but I had an idea, except that I have to make it myself, and I don't know if I want to announce it on the podcast or not. I can tell you and then delete it. Okay, yeah, just tell me. I feel like I should be. You think you'd have to make that yourself? I couldn't find anything online or at the store. Anyways, yeah, sexy burgers. So. Sexy Burgers. The apparel brand Yandy, which, disclaimer, I went to their site. <laughs> Sex. Um, for the record, Yandy is not costumes first. They are <laughs> lingerie, lingerie first. first. Which, I mean, if you're making sexy costumes, it makes sense that you're lingerie first. It does make sense. Yeah. I'm not saying I got distracted. <laughs> but you got distracted. I got distracted. <laughs> I had some trouble finding the Beyond Burger costume. They also said that they have a cauliflower pizza costume, which also has the plant-based message so which moral of the story is just buy the plant-based hat and put it on any food costume yeah i was gonna say we should clarify what the costume looks like so it's a burger it's just a burger well no it's basically huge a huge buns <laughs> hey now <laughs> hey now <laughs> well i mean if you look at the costume the buns are way out of proportion <laughs> for the size of the burger she's talking about the costume not the model <laughs> Um, it's basically a beige colored strapless dress that is short and tight. Um, and then around is it the strapless? Yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah, there's not much to it. Um, <laughs> it's just a tube. <laughs> pretty much. Around the midriff, there's like these little green frills that are like lettuce. And then there's like a burger pattern. And then I guess that's ketchup and mustard and cheese or something. Oh, so it's not even vegan. It's cheese. I it, guess plant be, you put the plant based hat on. I forgot. <laughs> it could be mustard, but. And, and then she has this headband that has a little flag sticking out the top that says plant-based. It's like, like, I assume they had a vegan burger, or not a vegan burger, a burger costume. And they're like, hey, I know how we can sell this more. <laughs> Guys, let's just get a, a headband that says plant-based and attach it to the costume. We can charge the same because headbands cost no money. <laughs> Except we can charge more because it's vegan. <laughs> So what I'm thinking is there's so many food costumes at Value Village. So many. I could just get one of those and put the plant-based flag on. You can make a plant-based flag so easily. Exactly. Because like they got tacos, they got burgers, they They got donuts, they got pizza, they got bacon. I Yeah. I toyed with food costumes so badly. Is it too obvious? I don't know. But like my costume just works for me. Oh, yeah. Me as a person. (laughs) Not our channel. (laughs) Tune in to October. Yes. Um, yeah, but you could make these costumes so easily. Just go to your local costume store, buy food, <laughs> buy a food costume, and make a flag to attach to your head. <laughs> but if you want to make it sexy. Oh, yeah. Make it strapless. You're going to need less fabric. Less fabric. <laughs> yeah. So if it comes with all this, like, extra fabric, just cut it. Just trim that down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you don't need that. It's fine. October's not cold or anything. No, no. I never understand the sexy costumes. Just because, like, aren't you cold? Catherine, yeah. sometimes you just ignore those feelings. Oh, feel- <laughs> you ignore the feelings of being cold? 
all the time. Why? I live that way anyways. Even Why? when I'm not dressed sexy, I'm cold. <laughs> what difference does it no, make? No, I know you're always cold, which is how I can't believe you ignore it. Because I don't want to be controlled. By your cold? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to wear what I want, temperature. <laughs> I really feel that. <laughs> That's it for this edition of In the News. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. And that's the way the plant-based cookie crumbles. Sexy. (laughs) Sexy cookie crumbles. (laughs) Please be a sexy Beyond Burger, please. Really? Yeah, I think it would be hilarious. And very timely. Like this sexy one or like make my own? Just make your own. Find a burger. No, there's really cool. I think there's like a cool burger costume at value village that you can get okay yeah and Why it's not it like cool? a tube dress it's like it actually just looks like a burgers on you i've seen that one <laughs> yeah i need to see if they have it in kids sizes because it'll be cheaper oh yeah i think there's actually a lot of costumes that i really enjoyed in the kids section i just couldn't fit into the kids section okay so search the kids section because there's some great costumes okay. there we hope you enjoyed this episode of all the vegan news <laughs> yeah, it's taking over our podcast I'm okay with it. I yeah, do no, like, it's fun. I do like our news segments a lot. They're some of my favorite segments. Yeah. Because they don't really require a lot of thought. Well, no, they do. <laughs> okay. But we hope that <laughs> you enjoyed this episode. If you have any thoughts on the articles we discussed, let us know. We'll have everything linked in the show notes for what was discussed so you can read further and... Um, Make up your own decision. Yeah, see anything that we mi- forgot to mention also yeah if news comes across we don't see everything so send it to us yeah because literally throughout the week we just add a bunch of news topics yeah we literally just send each other messages with news with links and we're like hey this hey this that's basically how we find these but we don't see them all of course especially being in canada we probably don't get a lot that happen in the states so email them to us dm us whatever with some links on things that you care about our opinions on sure yeah or not necessarily you don't want our opinions but you want them to be heard by wider audiences because yes. i also feel like that's part of what we're trying yes, to do we have a wider audience i don't care about Catherine's opinion <laughs> but i want you guys to know about this vegan jerky and these sexy costumes yeah, i don't have a good opinion anyways no i didn't say that yeah you did well, you implied it i did not <laughs> i don't have a good opinion it's okay okay we're gonna get Catherine some pizza because she's just She's falling apart over there. Pizza. Okay. That's it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes. If you want to check out our vegan recipes, we are Two Market Girls on YouTube and our blog is at twomarketgirls.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.